Scientists of darkness, freak on tail rise, paralyzed by the hardness. Where do I go from here? From the bottom, looking up, fatigued and mentally shaken up. As I sit and meditate, I'm mad that I ended up in the place like this, a state like this. Photographic mind traveling through time, lucky past race, shiny red flagging at my mind. God called my name and I came to his back and call. He was gripped and God got to checking him on. He told me he died for me, he cried for me, sat on the father's side for me, and Satan glad to me, accepted Christ in my life. Everything fell in place, not a secret place, but the most high is my dwelling place. Secure for sure, let's keep my thoughts pure. Thought it would do it, allow myself to be a lord in my mind. Satan inclined me to a miracle, snapped on trap, found myself locked in sin's tentacles. Trying to escape the clutch, but it's a spiritual rut. Got me stuck like Chuck, blush, lust, had me handcuffed. Guilty, eternal damnation was my sentence. And my last and final hope was repentance. Had a Lord's death, yet Christ came to pay all. Sin had me prison, but the blood helped me pay all. Chains was broke, flames and smoke all around me. As me and Christ walked the main line like the county. Free as the bird, and that's the word to go repent of Jesus Christ for life. My sword for a amount of Ah, yeah, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy. We back again, re-imaged. I'm your host, Stephen Steele, and those are the big homies out of California, CMCs, off of their uh, record, Everyday Death Sentence. Every now and then, y'all know I got I to play something gangster. These are the homies right here. Let me tell you something. When you, when you vaccine encounter Jesus and you've actually been saved, saved, like I like to say, when you actually come in and you know the Lord, you're not afraid to let somebody know that you have uh, come in contact with the master. It was blinding, I had to escape, make my break, but it takes timing. See, sin is like a jail cell, the only bail is the scars from four holes and three nails. You know, have you ever stopped to really think about where would we be at if we didn't have a testimony? And not only that, but where would we be at if we didn't hear a testimony? You know, I'm so grateful uh, for, uh, for song. I'm so grateful for hymns. I'm, I'm grateful for brothers like this who have come in contact with Jesus with the anointing and that they are not ashamed of the gospel where they was once, you know, gangsters, gangbangers out on the street, however you want to put it. We were many things when he found us. We were many things when we came in contact with the anointing, when we came in contact with Christ, well, Christo, uh, 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 the, the word there, the Greek word is, you know, ca uh, charisma. When we came in contact with the anointed one and his anointing. And the Bible says that it means to be smeared or rubbed in. It means to be sneep smeared or rubbed in with. Right. So, you know, that we come in contact with the anointing and it, it permeates us. It, it begins to to get in us. Have you ever really look your skin? You know, your skin from science tells us it's a living organism, right? If you touch somebody, even if they are uh, endothermic, exothermic, it does not matter. They're warm. They're warm blooded because the skin is alive. But when it when it comes in contact with the anointing, when it comes in contact with the anointed one and his anointing, it permeates, it digs in, it gets into our skin. And not only that, it does, we don't stay the same. 
Amen. Glory to God. That's why a true encounter with him changes us. Amen. And that's why they say whom the son sets free is free indeed. When we come in contact with him, it's something extraordinary that happens. We are no longer the same, but we're transformed. We're we're changed. And that was why Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ Jesus, the new creation reality, if we if we are in him, if he says that's the conditional if if is a variable it means but but if you whoever it is whoever it finds if we be in him we are a new creation we have been changed old things have been transformed they passed away and behold all things have become new that's why the, the songwriter said i looked at my hands and my hands looked at new. I looked at my feet and they looked new. They, they may have still been the same callous hands. They may have been the same bunions. They may have been the same size tins that looked like it with the natural eye. But they actually had been transformed by the anointed one and his anointing. Well, we're back here again here another week and we're going to get ready to pray. And we're going to dive into the awesome word of God for this week. And what the Lord has just put on my heart to share with you all. We are so blessed. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, we are so blessed to be able to have uh, this avenue to be able to have uh, technology in which would, uh, we're making useful for the kingdom of God. Not to, to give our own perspective about things like many people do and they sin and they rent and they get on their soapbox and people find themselves much mis more miserable than they was before they listened to whoever it was pontificating. But we're here to glorify God. We're here to exalt him. We're here to lift his name up. We're here to glorify him, to magnify him, to talk about his word that you and I may be strengthened by the power of Holy Ghost. So we thank God for you today. We thank God for you downloading, sharing, uh, expressing, uh, entering into dialogue with people, telling your testimony, because if you're not stirred up to do that, then we really ain't doing our job and we ain't called and we need to move on and do something else in the Lord that we're actually called to do. But if you're feeling faith uh, uh, arise, and I don't mean feeling with just a feeling, but if you're you're being led to speak, then we're doing our job because that's the connection when you're filled you speak amen that's what the bible says happened in the book of acts in chapter number two that when they when they were filled on one accord with the power of, of holy spirit and he gave them evidence they spake amen because there was a feeling there was a bubbling over there was something that took place that transpired that caused the unction of speaking to happen so you know and that's when someone is called when they're doing their job the ministry which they've been sent to do that is what should happen there should be a speaking that goes forth so anyway let's pray today father in the name that is above every other name in the name of jesus lord we thank you and we praise you today lord what an awesome god you are we thank you today jehovah shama that you are with us that you are uh, all around us that you are visiting with us today and that you are lord you are consuming every part of our heart our lives lord and we want you to we don't 
want there to be a residue left of anything of us but that to be all of you today lord that we may be uh, filled with you lord and filled with the knowledge of who you are lord and growing up into you jesus the measure and the stature of of you who is our head today and father we thank you today lord for the maturity that you're bringing about in us and in our lives as your children oh god as sons today oh god and father we thank you today lord that your word have we hid in our hearts today lord lord that when we so when we see you lord that when we behold you as the bible says and we shall look just like you and father today for these next few moments lord we praying god we're praying that the meditation of our hearts lord be acceptable in the meditation lord of our minds oh god we cast the devil out of our minds today lord and we want our meditation lord to be pleasing in your sight today lord we don't want to do anything oh god that would bring a reproach against you oh god against your body today god but we want you to be glorified and lifted and father and i'm praying today holy spirit that you go across these digital waves today that only like you can because you're pure energy because you are energy and i pray that your energy invade the space of your people today and whoever finds themselves listening that they would finally call upon you today jesus because you said whosoever should call upon the name of the lord shall be saved and father we thank you today you are ever present you're jehovah shama father anoint my lips right now lord think through my mind and speak through these lips lord touch your people today i pray that they may be strengthened today lord because we know the enemy is like a roaring lion that lord that he tries to come in like a flood today oh god but you're raising up a standard today lord and father and you're keeping us against that day today hallelujah to god father thank you for keeping power lord bless us right now we pray in jesus name amen and amen so how has your week been how has things been working out for you are you arising in faith is faith rising in your life are you are you feeling god pulling you even in this season as many of us have been fasting praying uh, seeking the lord not for ourselves on the behalf of our our country for our families for loved ones for those that we see out uh that's less fortunate the poor in spirit as we're seeking the lord for him are, are you feeling the lord are you feeling the presence of the lord even stronger uh in your in your life and in this season and we're certainly hoping that you are we're praying for a uh, holy spirit to just invade every milk and cranny of your life hallelujah to god that he would uh just uh be zealous over you just as the scripture says that he would be and we are thanking god are you seeing manifestation are you seeing manifestation of the things today of what you are pastuo uh that you're believing that you're giving credit uh for for jesus uh, to the to the father for to to god for today hallelujah today if, if not today is a day it is a opportunity for us as always to be able to believe the lord and we are certainly uh so grateful today we are uh seeing the lord move in great ways for us for our family uh as we are getting ready to um become uh what i would deem as official residents we're closing on our home this weekend and god is just certainly good i just i think about all of what the Lord has done for me and my family and, and just even through the many trials and tribulations that we've been through and some that have just lasted uh, literally over a decade or more. And But he's been faithful. Can you imagine like that woman with the issue of blood? I mean, over 12 years of suffering, 
of 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 irregularities and i say irregularities because there was nothing regular about it she knew that that was nothing right about her body but when she came in contact with the anointing when she came in contact with him and what she had been saying and rehearsing in her heart ah there it is and what she had been saying and rehearsing in her heart and when she came in contact with what she had been saying and believe it in her heart with the manifestation and faith arising and the manifestation happening just like it's just like that immediately suddenly and the bible says that her issue dried up and she knew what had happened in her oh glory to god and we thank god today we have certainly seen the hand of the lord in our lives you know i know many of you was like well you know well there's nothing spectacular about that you know you just you've done what you were supposed to do and you know uh you you got your credit together and your your finances and you know god don't have nothing to do with it the devil is a lie the bible says that it is because of the lord it is he that gives us the power to get wealth and it is him that helps us to be disciplined in our stewardship with the things that he put in our hands tithing giving sowing being a blessing Hey man, to uh, to your household and to somebody else, into and especially to the house of God. That is what godly prosperity is about. Not here to talk about that, but we are blessed, and we probably will be uh, uploading a uh, a sermon on uh, next week as we'll be moving, and um, so uh, and we'll be uh, of course collapsing the studio to get it set up for the following week, so we can be able to come back to you all again and to. Be a blessing from our new location. So we thank God uh, for, for that. And we thank God for just uh, his favor. One day, one day I will tell the, the fool the whole story for you all. And you will just understand just how powerful the Lord is and why we are so just uh, ecstatic today. And so I'm just I'm grateful. I have been crying most of the morning when I saw that we were moving on to the to the closing phase and. Uh, ready to to write that check and to uh, give over that monies, the monies, the monies, the monies, <laughs> uh, to give over the money to uh, to the title company and to sign a gazillion documents. And uh, I don't know all what's going to be in there, but I'm going to sign them because I want my keys and uh, and and uh, just uh, bless the Lord. And I know the first thing we're going to do, we're going to shout and we're going to pray in our home and uh, and just uh, release the Holy Spirit to be that spirit. Because the Bible says in Corinthians, now the Lord is that spirit. And, and wherever he is Lord is the prop, really the, the better translation of Greek is where he is Lord. There is liberty and we want him to have liberty in our household. We thank God today for Minister Mona. I thank God for her. I love her extraordinarily. I love her more today than I did on yesterday. Uh, somebody better come and get me up in here. I'm telling you, we've been married over 20 years, and I love that woman more today, I can honestly say, than I did on yesterday. That's Y'all know if y'all know that, that's a Don Lawrence song. And don't get me started because I sing that. I sing it. I'm telling you. And it says, I love you more today than I did on yesterday. And uh, I love her. That's my best friend, my prayer partner. She is with me. She is alongside me and been with me every step of the journey. So anyway, I love her immensely and I love 
Solomon Michael. And I love him, and he is just a, a great addition to our family. So we thank God today. And uh, so as we get into this, we've been talking about believing, right, about pestool, about what is it that you believe? What What is it that we believe? What is it that is really at the core of us? You know, uh, I, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, sometimes I find myself, uh, sometimes you, you may... <laughs> may really like somebody uh, a lot and then you sit down with them and then you actually find out what it is that they actually believe and you could become horrified and you're like oh my gosh and to think that I really esteem this person that I really like them that I really admired them or whatever it may be and then you find out what is actually in their hearts and it is scary Amen. What they actually pursue, what they actually give credit and credence to. And it can be it can be horrific uh, coming into some of that knowledge. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you all know I'm a technical person, right? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. If I like somebody, I, you know, unlike my wife, I'm like five out of ten. I usually don't go uh, digging too much, uh, you know, about them because then, you know, I become I'd rather stay. <laughs> Rather stay, I'd rather stay in the dark about some stuff with folks because then you find out and you're like, oh, man, they, they're kind of like absolute weirdness. So uh, so I tend not to. But, it's, it, you know, but what is there? What is what is in that place? What is in that holies of holies? What is in that secret place? What is what is there, you know, and what what is it, you know, that uh, that we ascribe to? What is it that we really are are given the preeminence to that we're given the credit to when Jesus said believe on me pastoral give the credit to me that's why he was trying to tell him like look even if you weren't there when he validated me you know speaking of of, of the early parts of the synoptic gospel when Jesus affirmation actually happened the affirmation among people after he was baptized by his cousin by John the Baptist and he came up out of the water and the Bible says and the spirit and the, and the voice said lo this is my son hear ye him or, or some translations have it as uh, this is my beloved son hear ye him it does not matter that there was a audible some said it sounded like thunder others actually heard the voice but it does not matter it was still was his confirmation it was his coordination is however you want to put it his ordination it was God affirming that this is the person of which I am going to be speaking through he is the ex full extension of me if you heard me you hear him and so Jesus was telling them if you can't pestuo if you can't ascribe that credit to me or believe on me at least believe on the works that I do so he was saying, at least give credit to the works who pestool, give credit to those that I'm coming in his name. Hallelujah. But to say still to say that is to you got to acknowledge me. I am now the living, breathing word. I was once in the bosom of the father. And now I'm, I'm flesh. I'm blood. I'm here among you. I am Emmanuel. God has come to live among us. Hallelujah. John, the revelator said that we would that we that we sat in a valley of darkness and then suddenly there sprang up light. Amen. Glory to God. Pastoral that we had to give credit to him. 
We have to. We have to acknowledge him. That is what this whole thing is about. I, I call it a thing. I don't I don't like I just I hate Christianity. I hate to say that word because I don't want it to take on something philosophical because it's something uh, more than that. It is because because of the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the tangibleness of Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues, of being filled with the energy and the presence of the almighty God and a recreated being and a recreated create a human spirit to be filled with the evidence of his nature it takes on more than that so we want to we want to acknowledge him and you know and today the lord had put this on my heart as we have been talking about believing and and so and he gave me this and you know and i want to talk to you from this standpoint about what's what's in your heart or, or it has to really be in your heart when you know when you talk about believing you're talking about getting to the core you're talking about what's in there because from whatever's in there is the position from what we speak now uh I, again i don't know many of y'all don't inbox me and that's fine but i'm i am going to say some things uh that probably may seem a little hurtful but you know it's always uh you know uh, you can always mark somebody who actually have something in their heart that they actually believe because they're they're not always so quick to speak. They assess what they what they're going to say because not necessarily from the standpoint of trying to be socially or politically correct, but because they want you to really understand what it is that they that's in their heart and what they believe. If they're smart, if not, they're a fool. It is the fool that just fly off the handle and is just saying stuff. I mean, just blah 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 blah, and and it has absolutely no merit. It has no merit factually, and it has no root or no depth of what we were looking at last week in the parable of the sower sowing the word. Right. That, that there's something there that actually has no depth or no root. Therefore, it can easily be shaken. It can easily be plucked up. Have you sometimes gone out and you've actually found a new sprouting weed and you can, you can just go and just pull that thing right up because it don't have no root because it hasn't had any time to grow. So it takes constant or like we were saying last week, it takes constant stewardship. It takes constant uh, uh, paying adherence to to. Uh, being uh, consistent on it and paying attention to changes to things that are trying to grow up, that are trying to take root in one's life. So, again, as we were, we're staying in that same vein, but also making a transition, we were just saying that the, so the sower, he does what? He sows the word. Just as the brothers were saying about being free, that they were saying about how somebody, somebody, Jesus sent somebody and we, and, we, and Jesus being that person, even in somebody else, if they're spreading the good news, Jesus is in them. How it takes that person to go and sow the word. So he said the sower is sowing the word and hopes that some, some of it is going to fall and take root. That some of it is actually going to get in somebody's heart. Because remember what he said, the enemy is trying in the, in the first part, he said, trying lest they believe to what? Being saved, to being whole, to having preservation, to having benefits, to understanding, to having a, a eternal life. That is what it is believing is all about. It ain't necessarily just to have head knowledge, because I know a lot of people who got head knowledge and don't believe nothing. But yet they are bookworms. They're smart. They can quote a lot of stuff. They can say a lot of things. And guess what? And it can be factual, but it does not necessarily mean that they believe it. 
that they had to ascribe to it in order to get a passing grade, to be able to make money, and that they just know a lot of stuff. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they believe. So takes us up here now in Romans chapter 10. And let's look at this. We're going to start here at uh, verse number, I, I believe it is verse number five here. And, and, and the Apostle Paul uh, writing here to the Romans, to the Roman, uh, uh, to, to those in Rome, to the church there. And we want to uh, take up that, uh, this portion of scripture here, this portion of text. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we're going to start reading that verse number five because that's where the text begins at for us here. And it says for, uh, for Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law and that the man which does those things shall live by them, right? By his works. That's what he's saying, that, that that person is going to ultimately be controlled by their works. That's how they're going to judge being in right standing according in, in the Old Testament. And he says, but righteousness, which, uh, <laughs> which is a faith speaketh on this wise, say not in thine heart, who shall ascend unto heaven? That is to bring Christ down, the anointed one and his anointing down from above. Or who shall descend into the depths? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But uh, what saith it? The word is nigh, verse number eight, uh, nigh, even in thy mouth and, and in thine heart. That is, and the word of faith, which we preach. That thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and, and shall believe in thine heart. Pestua. That's all these words here are pestua when we're talking about believing. That it is in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead and thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth. Pestua gives credit unto righteousness and with his mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever but shall call shall uh, shall believe whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed for there there's no difference between Jew the Greek and the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and then he gets into something else which uh, that's going to make our transition out from this subject into the next one and it says here he said, so Paul is saying something very interesting. So he's talking about, you know, one that's, that's putting so much merit on his works, on the physical thing, on the thing that, that looks like it's obvious. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. He's, he's putting so much emphasis on the physical thing that looks like it's obvious by what he's doing in a repeated fashion every day that this is what I believe. Do you not know that there are many people who go to a job that don't believe in that job? Now, they may believe in that 40 hours and in that 80 hours or in that paycheck and in that in that paycheck that hitting that de that bank account or over that uh, overtime. They got a lot of stock and belief in that, but they don't necessarily that they believe in the culture of the business what the business stand for. None of that stuff. So he was saying, so that's the same thing of how he's equating that, that people can, they put a lot of stock on that. Okay. But he was saying, but real faith is by what comes, what proceeds out of the mouth. Remember what Jesus was saying? He was saying it, it isn't necessarily what that man is ingesting that defiles him. Come on. But he was saying, rather, it is by what proceeds, what's coming out of his mouth. 
because it's by the overstuffing of the heart, one translation says, that, and out of that, the mouth speaks. So remember, that's, that is what he's trying to tell us. It's about that what's being overstuffed and what's being constantly being put in the mouth. And that is what causes the individual to speak. And that's out of this here. This is exactly what I was saying about the woman with the issue of blood. The woman with the issue of blood, she had been, whoo, she had been overstuffing herself with faith. She had been overstuffing herself about her circumstances and her situation, not reveling in the fact of the, the, that she was woe is me. But the, the but the scripture was saying there, the interpretation is, is that she was continually saying in her heart, God, I'm going to try not to preach. She was continually saying in her heart, if I can get to him. If I can get to him, can I, can, can I just, can I, can I just, can I embellish on that a little bit? I ain't adding to the word because it's in the same sense. But can you imagine with your sanctified imagination? See, with my sanctified mind, I just believe she was saying, nah, see, that last physician, he didn't do me right. Now, he sat up there and he tried all this stuff on me and I still had it. But this man I keep hearing about, this man, this man they keep talking about from Nazareth, this Galilean man, this man that, that I've been hearing that he just walked by. And people have been crying out and he just he don't even touch them. He just tell them to go their way and they've been healed. If I can, oh, if I could just get to the hymn, if I could just touch it. She had been overstuffing herself with the testimony of others and what she had been hearing. And but something on the inside of her about what was in her heart had connected with the faith. And she just was saying, I just know if I could get if I can just get near him, if I could touch a throat or what's on him or whatever it is on him because there's something on him that ain't on a physician it's something that's on him that ain't on the witch doctor it's something on him that ain't on on the person down the street that's claiming that they got some concoction that they can put together this man is so electrically charged with something there was something that is just flowing and emanating out of him that i believe that it's even on his clothes if i can just touch him that is what faith is speaking. And because that's what faith is speaking, thus we speak because that's what's really in our hearts. So it's saying here. So the scripture is telling us that that is why we're out of this. And you, if you haven't never uh, uh, said the, the, the prayer uh, as it was or what we deem it to be prayer, but it's just the scripture. This is where we get the, the long, elaborate, you know, uh, uh, prayer to, you know, basically unto salvation, which really isn't even that deep because the Bible just tells us whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But when we go back up, how is that person reaching that point of calling? OK, that per that point of actually calling and acknowledging that I actually need to call upon him for salvation. It is because of what's being put, what's in the heart. How is it getting there? It's by the overstuffing. The sower sows the word. The sower is because, because this soil, this person, the person is the soil, okay? Our hearts is like that, is the soil. And so we're hearing somebody repeatedly talking about the goodness of Jesus. We're hearing that. We're hearing it. We're hearing it. And we're hearing it. And we're hearing it until the day you come face to face with them. And then you realize what's being said is true. And you call. And it's just like, again, 
uh, take take for instance, and you know, I'm I'm using again myself as a as a uh, point of reference in the situation that we've gone through with our housing, and doing research. Right, you do research. You go through and you find a builder. You find you find a, a contractor. You find a contractor. You find a contractor as it was, and you um. And you begin to research and you begin to read uh, reviews or testimonies. That's because that's essentially what they are. And you begin to read them and you begin to say, oh, my gosh, that um, uh, OK. And then you go and you step into office and you meet somebody and and then you are like, man, OK, this this is lining up exactly what people were saying that their experience is like. And then before you know it, you enter into an agreement with them. Why? Because you have been you had made a connection for what you have read, ingested, and now that was in your heart, and you come in manifestation with it, you come in contact with it, and now next thing you know, you you building something. You know, you're you're building something or you're driving away with something, but you're coming away with something tangible. Hallelujah to God. So it has to really be in your heart. So Paul is saying here as he's talking to them and talking really about the transformation that happens, but where it actually starts at. That's why understanding and really getting it in your heart as to what it is that you believe, not just being able to recite something, not just I ain't talking about just being able to recite something, because if you recite something that that can be changed, that can just be rewritten. You know, it's just like an executive order that the president signed. Well, he may sign one, but guess what? If it isn't actually legislated, well, the next person come along or if that person was to pass away, they can undo that. They can just undo that legislation that was done because it didn't it didn't really have any real hooks in it. It didn't have any real landing or foundation or grounding uh, to it. So. It's the same thing when when we don't really take time to uh, be intimate with Holy Spirit, with the Lord, and we don't really get to know him. We can be easily and in, in, in easily shaken. That's why a lot of us don't even understand the real world view of the Bible. We just think it's here in the United States. We just think we the only Christian company, the only Christian company, the only Christian uh, uh, country. And that's not further from the truth that there are many spread it spread it across this world and who knows even the universe yeah that just messed you up didn't it you don't we don't even know so you know but it's because of the finite mind and thinking and not really understanding what the scripture says and because we don't understand it we can get swayed to and fro because we'll read something else and we're like oh man that sounds right and then before we know it instead of this simple little passage of scripture here or where he tells us, if you believe, you confess, you just you 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 say it. It's the same thing with citizenship that people come here to gain, to gain citizenship. What do they have them do? Because they believe in where they've come to in this country. They make an oath and they swear they or they make a confession because they actually believe. And because you believe what you do, you become a citizen and you abide by the laws. It's the same thing. When you believe, you uh, you automatically speak. Look at what he says here. And he says, for the scripture said, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek in the same Lord over all, over 
all is rich unto all that call upon him. And for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So it ain't even that deep. It ain't even that deep in the sense of how difficult we make things sometimes. Sometimes you hear people say, oh, well, there's a 13 step to this and there's a 14 step to salvation. No, it's not. You believe from what you hear gets in your heart. It makes a connection there. You know I know and say we come to a place and we like, God, I understand you are bigger than me is I'm, I'm not as big as I thought. And you know what? And I realize no matter what I've done, no matter what I do, things fall apart. They don't end. They don't go well. And I realize that I can't I really cannot save myself. I can't. And from everything that I'm hearing on on reviews, <laughs> on testimonies, uh, uh, all of this stuff, it's all pointing that you are the way, the truth and the night life. And I acknowledge you. And you know what? I want you in my life. Boom. You have been transformed because you understand it is only by him can you live. It is only by him can you have your being. It is only by him that is able to transform you because he is the perfect gene that came from the father. But when we don't understand these things, when we don't have a complete worldview as the father have it, we shrink things down. And this is where we become prideful. We become arrogant. And then we get back into our own selfish, our own righteousness. Just as he was saying here, where we begin to think it's all about works, that it's all about the things that we can put our hands to and the things that we ourselves are able to control or that we are. Or I love this one. Oh. Uh, yo, you, you, you write your own destiny. How many times have you heard that? That can't be further from the truth. I'm sorry. It ain't, it can't be further from the truth. You, you ain't right. Nothing as a, a, you're not. And if you, because the moment you decide not to believe and deny him, you've already written a check to hell. So God didn't do it. You did by rejecting the fact that he had that he has made it so easy. So many things we do are based upon this scripture. What I just read. Think about it. Just think about every single thing. It ain't just, you know, it, you, you ain't you're just not an impulsive buyer. You're not. You're not just an impulsive buyer. It's because you read something. You came across it. You've seen it on Pinterest. You've seen it on YouTube. You've seen it in an in a ad. It got in your heart. And when you bypass, he said, huh, I'm going to try this. And then next thing you knew, you liked it because you was influenced by something that was in there that tugged on it. And so you tried it. And so, you know, but we don't we don't try Jesus. We don't we don't try him. We 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 ain't trying him like with like some clothes or or pants or nothing. You know, uh, David said, oh, just taste and see. That's all. Hey, because guess what? If you try, you keep it. So, you know, I ain't on this stuff with just try to try to lure for 30 days and see what it's like. No, we he ain't no commercial. You know, he ain't a, he's not uh, some fad. He is the eternal God. Hey, man, he is. He is the only begotten of the father, the first begotten of the dead. Whew, God, I thank you. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And where would we be if not for this? Uh, if if we didn't have somebody, he says here, but what is it? What is it? But what saith it? OK, what is it? What is the it? 
The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. The it is faith that he's talking about. The word of faith, which we preach, which we what we exclaim, that we extol, that we exhort, that we tell people about if we really have come in contact with him. When you really find peace or you really or look or look or when you really find a good night rest. When you really find a good bed to sleep on, you don't think that you're not telling everybody about that bed, that you're not running and telling everybody about how you had one of the best nights of sleep that you didn't have in a long time. You run and you tell it because that is that is what happens when something is really in our hearts and it really begins to bear record in our hearts. So. We got to look at this just like the woman with the issue of blood. What is it that we're constantly saying to ourselves? What is it that we constantly are rehearsing? What is it that we are constantly spewing and, and regurgitating and putting back in our own hearts? That we're overstuffing our hearts with. Well... You know, I got this old Kofor. I got this old, I got this old COVID. You know, I just own it. It's just mine's. You know, this this old bad hip of mine's. You know, the Lord, the Lord, He just, He just see fit to test me with this sickness. You know, he just, you know, he just, he won't allow me to be in any relationship. I just can't seem, you know, I can't seem to have a business relationship. I can't have a friend relationship. Can't have a girlfriend. Can't have a boyfriend. Can't, can't stay engaged to nobody. What, what is it that you are over stuffing your heart with? Because the Bible says here that whatever you're doing, you're going to ultimately confess it. Ah. Uh, Got to watch your confession because what's really in there, you know, the Lord, you know, Holy Spirit is constantly tugging at our heart and those voids and those areas that that, you know, that we have kind of closed off to him that, you know, things arise up, they come and they get touched and we want to snatch and hold them back. But he wants those areas. He wants those areas of our lives he wants us to submit and surrender them so we're not rehearsing things and making confessions of fear and not letting it be the word of faith and be the thing that we preach that we exhort that we exclaim that we testify about he said this is the word of faith that we preach that we're not ashamed of the lord for the heart, for the with the heart man believeth unto a right standing with God. And with the mouth we make that confession. That God, I realize I can't be right with you, but only if I'm found in Jesus. Because with myself, I'm so unstable. I'm so untrustworthy. Now you may think and associate what you do at work and because they say you trustworthy at work, but you ain't trustworthy in other areas of your life. So that ain't really true. That ain't really who you are. And it can't get you in right standing with, with the Father. Only Jesus can. Thus, we make the confession. It's scary to know that 17%, we talking about the, the statistic, 
a people actually know and actually have a worldview of what the Bible says as far as 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 God's love his his outlook on the entire world the Bible says that he has a desire God does that he wish that not wish but his desire is that all would come unto repentance all would come unto a metanoma a radical mind shift now that's different from a confession because look what he was saying is when that connection though is made from that mind shift from that metanoma you speak because you can have a confession but not have a metanoma ah that you don't have a turning of the mind come on up in here that you don't actually have a turn of of, of thought a, a turn of direction in your life and you still going in the same direction but it's when you make that confession see that's why marriage is so important when you stand before people and you give your word when you make a confession or a vow that's why the book and the writer of ecclesiastic said we're not as so fast when we come before him to be running our mouth or making a, a vow because god is going to expect us to uphold it i don't care if you say that's old testament that he that is him saying that he is saying he's going to hold you to what you confess that's why peter was telling simon the sorcerer who got who got saved and he told him don't play with this thing lest a, a, a worse thing come upon you come on because when you play with a vow when you play play with a confession you pay you playing with your life that's why we gotta watch what's actually in our hearts and what we say we believe because when we do our life take action and it takes that course Ah, but when you're full of the word, when you're full of faith, guess what you're saying? You're saying Corona ain't going to hold me down. Hey Amen. These symptoms, I am not receiving it. Jesus paid a price by his stripes. I am healed. I'm whole. My hip is whole. My legs, my knees is whole. My loins is whole. Everything that comes forth out of me is going to be whole. It is going to line up with the word. It is from that position that we speak the word of faith. is not it nigh. It's even in our mouth. And we're ready to confess. We're ready to preach, to exhort. That's why we got to stuff our, ourselves with the word. It can't just be doing while we fasting. It's got to be every moment of our life. When things arise up, it's because whoo, coming, it's coming out of my heart. And I see what I believe and I'm saying it because I know that ain't what God said. Come on. But you got to know what he said in order to say what God said. Because a lot of people say a lot of things that sound morally good, that sound that they're proverbs, cliche, and God didn't say them and there's no power in them. Sorry, there's none. They may sound good. I don't care. Grandma said it. Mama said it. Uncle said it. That stuff ain't got no power. That's right. Ain't got. It doesn't have any power to it. You got to know what he has said. Because Jesus drove back the devil by reminding him what the father said not allowing the enemy to fudge it up and to mess it all up and he said no he said i am telling you that this is what he said and the bible says and the devil left him he had to leave so today what is it 
that he's pulling on? What is it that you and your heart know that you got to repent about? That you have been overstuffing yourself with such negative conversation, negative comments, negative uh, things with your eyes, and it seeped into your hearts and you confess and said some things that you may, you may even have turned somebody off unknowingly about Jesus. And they went somewhere else and they was asking, God, I thought, I thought this person was going to be able to show me you, that they were going to be able to provide me some answers about you. What is it today? He wants it. He wanted it all today. He wanted it from us because, because it's only from that position that we preach and then that there's manifestation to what we preach. The Bible says signs and wonders will follow them that pastoral, that believe. That's the only way they manifest is because we're giving credit to him. You ain't got that credit card. You can't use it. You may have an account, but you got to have it in order for it to be used and swiped. Father, today, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for your people today. Father, I pray for us everywhere, Lord, in this coming uh, season, Lord, in, uh, of our lives that we are in. Father, let us hold fast to you and the things that you have said, Jesus. You are faithful. You are the faithful creator. Forgive us today, Lord, of our sins. Forgive us for the things that we have said, thought, done, O oh God, that was displeasing in your sight, Lord. And we confess before you, Lord, all of this unrighteousness, Lord. And the Bible says that you are faithful and just to restore us, Lord, to put us back into, into right standing with you today. Father, we remind you of that today. And Lord, let continue to let grace teach us, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus, touch your people everywhere, God. Strengthen them, I pray, from the crown of their heads down to the soles of their feet, Lord. And I thank you today, Holy Spirit, for you being with them, ministering to them and through them today. Put somebody in their path that they may minister to them and give them the word of faith and preach to them, Lord, the good news. Because, Lord, you said next, how could it be, Lord, if, how could they hear unless somebody preached to them, Lord. Let that be us today. We pray in the name of Jesus. Look, God bless you today. We love you. We love you with the love of the Lord. We know that Jesus is with you. We know that the Holy Spirit is here to continually guide you and to strengthen you. Rely on him. Call upon him. Fellowship with him. Ask and inquire of him. He'll talk to you. He'll lead you and he'll guide you and he'll help you meet the need today. I promise you he will because I know him and he has never let me down. Look, so we'll be back with you live again, or not live again, but we'll be back with another uh, episode and we'll get into this preacher, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, preacher part of it and him sowing the word next time we talk. So look, we love you. Remember all that you do, do it in the name of the Lord and do it all to his glory. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Sought Out Ministries Reimaged Podcast. This podcast discusses new creation reality teachings based off of the Word of God. New episodes are uploaded every Thursday on every major podcast platform, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you are listening via PC only, you can find us on Anchor FM. 
We also do a live recording on our Facebook page, Saw Out Ministries, every third Saturday. If you are looking for additional content, please find us on YouTube under Sought Out Ministries for your viewing pleasure. Share us, like us, follow us. Leave us feedback. Let us know how this podcast is blessing and impacting your life. It is our sincere desire that you are blessed by the word.